0: Welcome to another episode of the
1: Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts Begley, Goni, and Wayne.
2: Mad Mob. Here for another Q&A. You find people begs. Why don't why? we why don't we bless? Why don't we bless the mob with some top tier analytics? In question answering today, let's
0: bless him. Bless him.
2: Let's bless him, Goni. Do we have any anything that we need to talk about beforehand? Any uh, any current events?
1: Yeah, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on because we haven't talked about it even before the show. Jeff Bezos is looking into buying the Washington Commanders. Have you heard about it? Or am I breaking this I, news? Is
2: you? is he is he allowed to because he has like a television deal?
1: Yeah, I mean I mean, I mean Jeff Bezos could buy the wants. NFL. Yeah. But. Yeah. He um he hired an investment firm, the same one that coordinated the sale of the Broncos and the Panthers recently, to look into buying it. And being the as of this recording, third richest man in the world. He can literally outbid any group that comes to try and buy it so I guess right now only one other group has looked into it they've toured the facility but he's uh, started poking around if and, Bezos
2: wants it and he, Bezos is getting
1: it <laughs> he's gonna get it yeah exactly it, but probably more importantly is Dan Snyder the worst owner of a professional sport? Aside from obviously the dude in the NBA that was, you know, had to sell his team for racial remarks and and this and that, I'm just I just mean overall owner without being ousted because of uh, stupidity for for do lack know, of a better term and bias.
0: Do you know who people hate? Is Stan Kroenke? He owns the uh, the Rams and oh, also Rams. Arsenal. Yeah, I've heard that. Arsenal in the Premier League, and uh, you know he let them just be trashed in St. Louis forever before he moved them people hate his guts i don't know that
1: jerry actual.
2: jerry jones has got to be up there for sure
1: stop it but i mean look at look at all the things that have come to light over the last 5 years for the commanders all right they they had this uh the cheerleading thing a whole lot of misogyny in the the front office and this and that just you know all kinds of wild stuff they had the name debacle that he just would not come off of for ever despite all kinds of public backlash this and that took two years to name his team the commanders he could have named it anything in the world but the fact that he took two years kind of just made it a joke at the time really and uh, uh did you hear that he was also not he was hiding revenue so he wouldn't have to share it with the nfl they found him hiding revenue so, I mean, this man, like, basically has to sell the team more or less, I guess, now. He's just, it's the three strikes. He's got three strikes against him. Yeah, it was fine that he was, uh, like, a racist bigot. But when he
0: started hiding money from the league, he's got to go. Man, yeah, and it's like, wild. it
2: it sucks because these guys are such degenerates. But it's like, oh, i got to sell my team and make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You sell this team and you line your pockets even more. Like, I yeah, get it. It's also a source it. of income, but like, I mean, why? If you're forcing me to sell something, hey, sell this belonging for hundreds of millions, uh, you know, if that's my worst punishment, so be it.
0: Right. Yeah, he's, he's going to be loaded. loaded. That
2: being said, how dope would it be to like own an NFL team and just have just. Run of the area. Just come and go as you please. All facilities have the most luxurious box for every single game.
1: It'd be awesome, man. It'd be great, but now thinking about it, I don't know if I want Jeff Bezos to buy the Commanders because just be ready for Commanders playing on Thursday every single week of the entire season on Amazon Prime.
2: That's what I said. It's (laughs) got to be some sort of conflict of interest.
0: (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll probably sell those rights or something. Yeah, or or he'll keep them and just deal with it his team never actually playing on Thursday night maybe once a year. Yeah. No one wants to see that. Or
2: or just kind of send it to like a just let the NFL make the schedule based on, you know, whatever other TV rights or contracts they have. Mhm. But it yeah. is is what it is. All right. Let's get to to some Q&As, the old bread and butter. Our Q&As go nuts on the downloads, so we appreciate y'all's support on that. We we do a lot of our uh, appreciation shout-outs at the end of each episode, Um, so just in case y'all don't make it to the end, uh, we really appreciate the support. The podcast has really been taken off. Um, Thank y'all a ton, and let me give the shout-out at the beginning as well. Uh, We are really working on growing our Facebook page. So if you have any questions or just want to join uh, a solid group of people that uh love fantasy football, join the Mad Fantasy Football Facebook group. We plan on doing um some uh, some member fantasy leagues and we're going to I think we're talking about doing some sort of like relegation deal like you can get on a waiting list to be in a fantasy league with us. Um, If you finish at the top end, you get to stay. If you finish at the bottom, you get kicked out, and, and we let somebody else come in here. So, so yeah, join our Facebook group, Mad Fantasy Football on Facebook. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool content on that page uh, coming up as the season gets closer. And And, again, it's probably the quickest way to reach us as far as um, any questions go and if you if you need an answer asap just make the post and tell us tell us that you need it asap and we'll we'll get together and find you an answer and post it um, directly on Facebook for you That's
0: right. Very well said.
2: Little little PSA before Q&A.
0: Very well said. Um we're going to get right into it. Kid Amnesiac 2004. Juju Gus Edwards and the 210 for James Conner. No. Tony?
2: I...
1: Oh, I was waiting. Go ahead.
2: I got you. I got... Well, I didn't know if you just wanted to throw out a no, and then we were going to explain it.
1: Nah. Go ahead. I'll I, go after I you. just...
2: James Connor's getting kind of old. It's not that I love Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has value if J.K. Dobbins goes down, which is possible, but honestly, I don't know where I rank James Conner next year. Am I way too early rankings? I don't know that I have them too high. So that 110 is really close to enough for James Conner in my book right now.
1: Yeah. 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 That's that's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Also, James Conner he's very touchdown dependent. Uh he came down from 15 touchdowns the year before well, last year to 7 this year he finished as the RB19 which is down from the RB5. He also, I mean, they're going to lose DeAndre Hopkins. His, his his stat lines with Hopkins and without Hopkins just simply being on the team being out there regardless of the quarterback are just drastically mm-hmm. drastically different. You are yeah. talking about maybe 10 point average, you know, with uh Hopkins being off the field and then with him You're looking somewhere about 16-ish a game, which is good. If I knew I was going to get that, I'd strongly consider and and do that. But we're talking about a guy who's going to be 28 years old next year. DeAndre Hopkins more than likely gone, foregone conclusion. Kyler Murray might not be there for a good portion of the season as well. It's just I'd rather take the stab at the younger guys. Juju had a pretty good year this year. Maybe he gets another good landing spot. Maybe he gets – uh, another one-year deal with the Chiefs We don't know, but I'd rather have those guys Than James Conner
0: Yeah, if if Juju signs with the Chiefs Again this year I wouldn't trade him for James Conner straight up I'm really done on James Conner I was done on this year I, th- I think he's cooked It's going to be th- three no's Clean sweep Zelly 234 One quarterback PPR One quarterback PPR I'm gonna give you two sides, A and a B. Tell me which one you prefer. Side A: Justin Fields, AJ Brown, Dalvin Cook, the 24-1, and the 23-2. Justin Fields, AJ Brown, Dalvin Cook, 24-1, 23-2. Side B, Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, Garrett Wilson, and the 102.
1: Man, I'd probably take the 102 side, side B. I'd rather take side B. I don't love Dalvin Cook going forward. I'm trying to shop him everywhere that I have him. I don't really have a lot of confidence in him next year. The 102, I mean, one quarterback here, Gibbs is probably the guy, right? Yeah. At, at the one oh two, more or less. I mean, you have your pick of the litter aside from Bijan, so that's fine. Garrett Wilson is a young stud. Um yeah, I mean I, I just like side B. I know side A's got Fields and uh AJ Brown. The wide receiver. AJ Brown. That's right. That's right.
2: I kinda I'm I'm kind of reviewing this trade as kind of like an apples to apples side. So I got Justin Fields and Kyler Murray. Um from a fantasy perspective I like Fields a little bit more. And then I've got AJ Brown and Garrett Wilson. I like AJ Brown a little bit more. Um, then I got Dalvin Cook to Saquon. I like Saquon a lot more. And obviously, um Gibbs. You know, I I'm just uh, I'm getting Saquon and Gibbs as as well as, you know, Garrett Wilson. So I'm I'm with Goney. I like side B on this one for um just overall point output.
0: Yep. It's, it's going to be another clean sweep. I like side B, too. There's not a big enough gap between Fields and A.J. Brown and Kyler and Garrett for me, not to persuade me to go side A. I totally agree. Chappy Ducks in a super flex league. He's getting Trevor Lawrence. He's trading A.J. Brown, Pacheco, and a second.
2: I don't hate that. I don't hate okay. that at all. Trevor Lawrence is young. He's going to dominate for a long time. They're they're investing in him after they got rid of Urban Meyer. This team is on the up and up. They have an owner that truly cares about, you know, being successful. Calvin Ridley, uh, Trevor Lawrence to the moon, honestly.
1: Yeah, I like I like the Trevor Lawrence side as well. Uh, it's pretty much every everything Wayne just said, plus I feel like next year is going to be a breakout year for him. I, I really do. I think he he cracks the top 12 pretty easily, even being mostly a pocket passer. He does get out and run a little bit here and there. He is a big, strong guy. And we get to see some continuity with the offense. Uh, he's had, you know, two coaching staffs, two offensive coordinators. He's going to have next year being in the same offense, the same system, I expect him to grow from that as well. And I feel like in a super flex, that's, it's the right play.
0: I think you're getting a really
1: good price on Trevor Lawrence here. I mean, A.J. Brown's a big piece, but
0: Pacheco, to me, I have no qualms trading him. I think he's a little overhyped right now. I think he's you're selling him at a good time. You're maximizing Pacheco's value.
2: I, I, think- I, I like Pacheco, but uh, that being said, in the Chiefs' offense, the, the running backs have a pretty – Pretty firm ceiling. That's the only downside of him. Yeah. I think Pacheco can be a consistent double-digit running back, but I don't see him ever breaking twenty points. You know, maybe one or two times in a year, in my opinion.
1: He might be able to. I don't. He's he just doesn't catch. He doesn't catch out of the backfield. But what does inspire confidence in Pacheco for me next year is that uh, did you guys see Ceh? They declined his fifth-year option. Good riddance, Ceh. Uh, it's just one less to have to compete with, and I feel like with all the bloated contracts that they have in Kansas City, they're probably going to hang on to Pacheco and and go ahead and give that guy some run. I think so too. I I, I think it would hurt Pacheco's is
0: is if they draft one in in the in the second or third round. We'll see. Could be. We'll see. Uh, so that is a absolute re- resounding yes. Chappy Ducks, go get Lawrence and Beads, Twelve team, one quarterback. <laughs> whoa, whoa, family show. <laughs> <laughs> he's man. giving the one hundred and five and the one hundred and nine to get the one hundred and one.
2: Yeah, for sure. I like that. That's it's it's the, the Bijan move, man. It's the Bijan move.
1: Yeah, he's he's the most sure thing that you can get out of this draft. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're 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 taking that beads 100 percent, man. Go get the best player in the draft, best player of the last three drafts, probably. Hample 95. It's a super flex full team, twelve team PPR. Side A: Trevor Lawrence, T.J. Hawkinson, and the 103. Side B: Deshaun Watson, Dalton Schultz, Drake London the 106, and the 212. So side A is Lawrence Hawkinson, 103. Side B is Deshaun Dalton Schultz, Drake London, 106, and the 212. Side A.
2: Drake London does not do enough to move the needle for me. Dalton Schultz, after the year he had... I don't know Ferguson. Ferguson came out as good. If I am a Cowboys fan, like I am, perfectly fine seeing Ferguson take over that lead role. So who knows if Schultz even gets paid? He might not even be a Cowboy next year. Hawkinson got the deal in Minnesota and was uh, had a very steady output um, for the remainder of the season over there. And then, of course, you are getting the better pick. Drake Drake London is obviously the piece that's trying to move the needle. More towards side B, and it's just not enough for me.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Plus, I just I don't like Deshaun Watson. I don't I don't believe in him. I don't. Maybe this past year was a flash in the pan of his newfound suckiness, but I'm just not a fan. I'd rather have side A as well. Uh,
2: Trevor Lawrence is definitely better than Deshaun Watson next year. Period. Whether he plays better or not,
0: absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I it's it's pretty close to me, but full disclosure I'm a Drake London truther. Uh, I, I I love the guy. I think he's got supreme talent. You saw him come on once Mariota left the quarterback position. I mean Arthur Smith's got to figure out a way to get this guy involved. Deshaun Watson boys with a full off season with the team. Uh, a lot of the controversy is gone if they if they draft a weapon on the outside. I mean, I even, there's a path to a top 12 quarterback here, right? I think he is a top 12 there's quarterback. A path. He's, he's got the talent. We've seen it.
1: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a path, but I, we'll see. Maybe it could be just, he was getting back into the swing of things and he'll have a full off season. He'll be able to practice with all his guys. I'm sure he'll get some preseason reps as well. Yeah. I mean, there's a path. I just, I don't believe in him.
0: Yeah. I, Dalton Schultz won't be a cowboy. I think he's gonna you think he's gonna get paid pretty good money to go somewhere that needs a tight end. So Yeah, Hawks the the the, the much better tight end here. But I, I think Drake London in the one oh six is a better deal than the one oh three. Uh I, I think in this rookie draft, the between the three and the six is a pretty similar range of player. I think outside of Gibbs and Bijan, there's kind of a jumble. You agree with that, Wayne? I know you're pretty in tune with the rookies
2: if you have the one oh six, you're probably missing out on both TCU running backs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that 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 leaves you some, still like Charbonnet's a pretty big one. Uh Tucker out of Syracuse, Tank Bigsby out of Auburn. You got some Do you want those at the six though? You're kind of reaching at the six for for Tank. I mean you might, but but you also gotta you're gonna get probably in or Quentin Johnson. Here, Uh, Keishon Butte. If if that's your guy, I think that's probably a little early for him. But or Jordan Addison. Addison, I think you're going to have some talent there.
2: I think, I think if you're going to the 106, you really should probably go for the top end of the receiver spectrum. Taking a
1: receiver, probably. Yeah, but
2: you know, so I would really only make this trade if you're really, really down in receiver and you can get Drake London. And a top receiver in this draft um, yeah. Otherwise man The point output that Trevor is going to give you Because I think Deshaun Watson has potential to be a top 12 But when I say that I mean 12 I think Trevor Lawrence could Surprise everybody And possibly break into the top 5 this year
1: Yeah Man Not that I mean, bullish on him I, yeah, I
2: do. I do Truly do
0: this wow. one's close for me, Hample. I, I think you got two easily on the Trevor side. This one's a lot closer just because I'm very bullish on Drake London. Uh, I think you you got a chance for a premier receiving asset in the league. Uh, Wayne, would you like to go to? Wayne, I'll, I'll extend you a doink. Trevor Lawrence, I'll, I'll give you top six.
2: No, I mean, it, it, okay. that would be.
0: That's his ceiling. I'm,
2: I'm saying he he could get top five. That's that's what I think his potential is. It's not necessarily what I think he's going to get. Okay. I think he's. I think I would make that doink at top eight.
0: It's tantalizing. Yoni, you want to take that one? I'm. I'm going to stay away, but I'll let you take it.
1: I don't know, man. I'm. I'm expecting the breakout. I'd say for top eight, he'd probably have to pass for about. Four thousand yards, four thousand plus, and twenty-five 30.
2: plus touchdowns. Forty-five
1: hundred twenty-five. The thirty tutties is is tough. Forty-five hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, may maybe maybe because Justin Herbert was not top twelve, and he passed for close to that. This year, he 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 passed for forty-seven and twenty-five, and he finished as the QB eleven.
2: You want the doink?
1: I mean, I don't personally. I was just trying to paint a picture for Beggs of what it would take to get there.
0: Blitzed chaos, twelve <laughs> for flex. half PPR. giving Nick Chubb getting the one hundred and five and the three hundred and five.
2: In a vacuum,
0: think... do we like it? What? In a <laughs> vacuum, do do we like Where it? Where am I? Chubb, Nick Chubb for the 105. No, that I, is I, just
2: straight up, I, I don't think so. I think Nick Chubb has, has two ish more years in him. He's still, He still leads the league in efficiency they still use the crap out of him. Kareem Hunt's gone. So he's even going to get more usage. I just I don't think that I want to give up a definite RB1 for a rookie receiver. I'm not ready to do that yet.
1: I'm ready to do that. Send it. Send it. You're not you're not getting the 105 next year. I don't care how good Nick Chubb does. It's it's highly unlikely he repeats what he did this year. He, I mean, he could they they could absolutely just run him to death. But he he set career high in in carries yardage, tied it in touchdowns. He got some receiving work this year as well. It's just he's going to be 28 years old after this season. I'm sorry, going into next season, he'll be 28 years old. You're not going to see a 105 the year after. You can't get a 105 for Derrick Henry right now. I, I think, Wayne, this is a,
0: like our good friend Goni always says. He, he'd rather sell him a year, year early than a year, year early. early. I yeah. think that's what he's saying here.
2: Uh, and it comes with your team makeup, too. I know you said in a vacuum, and we're still in disagreement on on where we're at here. But it really doesn't need to be in a vacuum. I think if you're competing then you need to hold on to him because at the end of the day, Goni, you and I got caught holding the bag on Zeke, probably going to get caught holding the bag on Eck, but we did it to the tune of championships. If Nick Chubb is – if you, if your team is good and Nick Chubb is a vital piece to winning a championship, who cares if you get caught holding the bag on a player? You won championships with him.
0: I think with this draft being so strong – unless you just miss the 105 is a chance to be an impact player
2: but that's the thing a draft is always a chance it uh, i'll put i'll put a doink that whoever the the adp is at, at the rookie five Nick Chubb's gonna be better than them at, at the end of the fantasy year
1: that's well, that's, a bad that's unfair though that's that's no, not no, like, no, no. Hey, it, I'm, I'm well years. aware
2: i'm well aware that's unfair that but yeah. but you and all we all agree that that's unfair. Nick Chubb is definitely going to have more points than who's at the 5. That's why I'm saying if you're competing, if you're going for a championship, keep Nick Chubb. Like he's definitely going to get more points than whatever the 105 gives you. If you're kind of if you're kind of leaning more towards a rebuild, the Gony rule. If you look at your entire league and you see that you're a top 3 team, keep Nick Chubb and go for a championship. If you know that you, there's a not a good chance that you're going to win the league next year, then, yeah, don't get caught holding the bag. Go ahead and just drop them and, and get younger.
0: To, man, Wayne, to me, this is the kind of move you make to keep your club relevant. If you're 105 hits, not only do you get younger, but but you stay competitive as well. It's a win-win here. Right, if, you, if, you, if you keep Nick Chubb, just like you guys are seeing with Eck and Zeke, there's you're going to hit rock bottom, right? And your running back room is going to be depleted. You're going to have to you're going to have a year or two where you have to grind it out.
1: Eck's a different breed, though. Eck is far from rock sure. bottom. But, but, but yeah, but, yeah I, but you know I, the point I'm trying to make here. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I'm on that side of it, especially in a vacuum. Is like I'd rather sell him a year early than a year late. If you don't win a championship this year you're not getting a 105 next year. I, like, I don't care if he finishes as number one running back next season. He, you're not going to get a 105 or better.
0: Yeah. All right. Guerrero de Sombrero. That's a fire username. I like that. That
1: is a great. name. I was about to say that, dude. That's Lo fire. Sombra. Dope. Yeah, dude. I, I about
0: rolled my R's for you, Guerrero.
2: Guerrero. Guerrero.
0: 12 team super flex tied in premium. He's giving T Higgins the 109 and a late 24-1 to get Bijan. Too much. T, T. 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 Higgins Firsts. the 109 and a late 24-1. I think it's way too much. Personally, I I T Higgins is a dude, man. He's a oh. dude. I don't care I don't care if he goes to Houston next year. I'm
2: sending it. I'm sending it. Give me Bijan.
0: Oh, man. steep price, Wayne. That is a very steep price to pay. If this was Uh -uh. Kimmy, two ones, I'm doing it. Not T. Not T. Man,
2: give give me the generational talent that, uh, again, we know that from Bijan to Gibbs is a big old gap. And Gibbs has a big old gap from everybody else. Bijan is is gonna be a stud. Running backs are the harder positions to fill. T you're right. T. Higgins could go somewhere crappy. And I know that you're saying that. Like if he goes to Houston, I don't let's be honest. If he goes to Houston, if he goes somewhere that's bad, it's gonna affect him. Not Joe Burrow throwing to him. It's absolutely gonna affect him. Give me Bijan.
1: I'm not worried about t higgins honestly going anywhere i don't i think we've seen what he can do he's never going to be like a superstar he's he's a good player he's gonna give you a thousand yards he might he'll give you ten touchdowns some seasons but we've seen like what he is and what his peak can be and honestly if I have the 101 this is how I was trying to look at it if i had the 101 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like I would I would trade I would trade those guys for Bijan, but if I had the 101, I would keep the 101 because I'd rather have Bijan.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It,
1: it's too it's too late first, bro. It's too late first. And this guy, you go ahead and you give him Bijan Robinson and that turns into like a 9 through 12 pick probably. Man, uh, I
0: Give me T. Higgins, right? He He's a plug-and-play guy. He's 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 a wide receiver, too, with a, a ceiling of probably a wide receiver 10 overall, right? That's probably his ceiling in, in a given year. But he's a wide receiver, too. That's what he is. He's consistent. Give me T. Higgins. I'll draft two running backs with my ones. I'll take flyers. I may not get the generational talent, but I get the depth. And I keep a key young piece in T. Higgins. He's 23, 24. He's a baby. No way! I'm letting him go, and two first. It's just that's not good value. You're you're moving up eight spots in the draft. You're basically paying T. Higgins, and an extra first to move up eight spots in the draft. I'm not doing it.
2: What's what's harder to find? A young RB one, or a WR two. A
0: young RB one is harder to
1: find.
2: That's what I think That's John Robinson can probably de- be for years.
1: Yeah, dude, you get you get like a, a Najee rookie year or a Saquon rookie year or a CMC rookie year. You are the value skyrockets. Value absolutely skyrockets. He can he can deliver you a championship potentially. I know I'm not trying to put the 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 card before the horse or anything with it. We still have to see where he falls in the draft. But yeah, yeah generational talent man like it it's it's he's really good he's really good and like i said if you send Bijan to this guy's team this is a for this guy to be able to make that offer and he's doing the 109 that means his team is already good this is a put him over the top move to get Bijan robinson so it it could be potentially championship winning and those picks just turn into 10s 11s and 12s well
0: what happens if Bijan gets drafted by the Chiefs? You still do this trade?
1: There's like a zero point zero percent chance he gets drafted by the Chiefs. I, I man, I've seen mocks all over the place. I've seen him going top ten in mocks, and I've seen him going back of the first. I I just don't see them. He's going. He's going in the first round, right? We can all agree he's going in the first round. Definitely. That's just not a first round need for the Chiefs. Is is my logic behind that. Just
0: a hypothetical. Just hi- hypothetically speaking, if he goes to the Chiefs or he goes uh let's say he goes to Chicago.
2: I'm right? definitely okay with Chicago.
1: I'm fine with Chicago. They led the league in rushing yards last year.
2: The Chicago yeah. Chicago historically, the running back. Chicago historically just hands the ball off a ton.
1: That, yeah, but
0: we as we saw with Derrick Henry, I don't care how good you are. If you don't catch the balls out of the backfield, you're limited as a running back. And Fields does not check down. Running quarterbacks don't check down. A lot of evidence to support that.
1: Yeah, but Derrick Henry still got it done year after year after year after year after year. After year. Sure. he It took him 2,000
0: yards, and he still wasn't running back one. I don't think he's ever had a running back one finish. And finish. No. See, has he? No. No, he has not. For T. But, Higgins and two ones, I I, I need year-in, year-out top three. Even Derrick Henry can't get that for you. T.
2: Higgins ain't worth Bro, T. Higgins and two late no ones one, are not worth the top three running back for years.
1: No one would poo-poo on on Derrick Henry in his prime, regardless of not finishing number one. Same thing with Nick Chubb. He, he's the same exact I, guy, just smaller. And if right. you're getting a guy who traditionally just – he can get you top ten finishes year after year – it's hard to do consistency at the position. You're right. I, I agree. But at the, I, for T Higgins and a two ones, I, I'm
0: paying for more than a top 10 finish every year. That's a but steep price.
2: Let me, let me give this to you. If we rewind three years ago, knowing that Brandon cooks was a middle mid, mid WR two for three years, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. you trading Brandon cooks and a uh, two late firsts for Derrick Henry? three years ago yeah knowing that brandon cooks got three straight wr2 finishes and, and you that trading brandon cooks scenario, for yeah, derrick henry good. who didn't finish as an rb1
0: for, I, yeah i do that trade but but t higgins i in your, in your scenario yeah but t higgins is much better than brandon cooks he's 24 i we, I, I, we don't even know we've seen his his potential
2: I We've know that it. you're saying that but but it. you I'm just basing it off Brandon Cooks was a WR2 for those 3 years and right. you said that T Higgins is a WR2 with a ceiling right. of 10 so we're just going to assume WR2 I I think I disagree I think we have seen T Higgins potential he he is in the most he is in one of the most pass heavy offenses with a good run game and a great quarterback and an offensive system that just wants to absolutely air the ball out. I think we've seen his potential. I mean, no matter where he goes after Cincinnati, he's going to be worse off.
0: Okay. I respect it. Guerrero, you have it. You have two uh, two absolute yeses, one no from me on the one-on-one. Good luck, my friend. Promiscuous reverend. 10-team dynasty, super flex, PPR.
2: (laughs) Come on, dude. The usernames are fire
0: tonight. Fire tonight. (laughs) He's trading away Josh Allen. He's getting the 102, the 104, and Jared Goff. His quarterback room right now would include just Mac Jones and Blaine Gabbert. So I think he's trading away Josh to get some quarterback depth, I'm assuming.
2: You said it's a super flex?
0: It's a super flex.
2: No, no, not nearly enough. Not even close.
0: Two two top five picks and Goff isn't even close. What I, what gets him there?
2: I snap deny that.
0: What gets him there? If if two top fives and Goff are in it.
2: I need the number one and then a better quarterback than Jared Goff.
0: You need the one on one and uh Deshaun Watson?
2: No. Oh I'd rather have Jared Goff than Deshaun. I need, I need the one-on-one in, 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 like, Trevor Lawrence. Ooh.
0: Wow. So, so Josh Allen is just untradeable for you, basically.
2: Hey, King's Ransom, he's the best super flex player, period. I don't know why you're giving a... You all, like, you all obviously think he's... We'll call him... You, neither of you wanted to make the top eight doink. I'm assuming that you all are thinking he's going to finish in that area. <laughs> So we'll call him the QB8 and the 101 for the number 1 overall super flex player.
1: I'm just saying I'm doing that because bro, good luck on finding anyone to pay you Trevor Lawrence in the 101. Nobody. You simply can't. Like no one's going to pay that. Do that's, you
2: accept that's, anything that's... less for as a Josh Allen owner?
1: Oh, I'm thinking about this
0: one i'm not i'm not like i'm not furious that i got this offer two top fives
1: in golf that's i'm not spitting on it i want i want more i want the one oh two he obviously is doesn't have the one oh one and he's not gonna get the one oh one i want the one oh two and like some proven players i want some some proven young talent that's what'll get it done for me okay I want oh, a yeah, King's absolutely. Ransom. Right. So, so, right. so
0: if you replace the 102 and the 104, well, let's say he keeps those two picks. Instead of Jared Goff, let's replace it with uh, Dak Prescott. Does that get it done?
2: And you're For replacing a, it with a 102 so I can get Gibbs? No,
0: no. You get 102, 104, and Dak.
2: I would I would consider that.
0: Or 102, 104,
2: and Tua. Probably... I just don't know to do his brain. I just don't know.
0: So so the problem here is more with the golf piece to you guys than, than the picks. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I I'm okay with high.
2: Gibbs. No. I'm okay with Gibbs.
1: Well, he a super flex, Gibbs. it's probably Stroud at 102. Yeah, he he ain't taking Gibbs. He's taking a quarterback. His, his quarterbacks aren't good.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right.
0: He could get Bijan at the 102, assuming Bryce Young goes 101. Or he could get Bryce no, Young. No,
2: listen. No. I think you go. I think you go Bijan, and then at the 104 you stat, you snag. I think. Ooh. I think 102 you snag Stroud, and 104 you snag Bijan or Gibbs.
1: Bijan's going first. Over Young it's ten, Bryce. It, it's ten teams. It's ten teams. Bijan's going first. I promise you. I absolutely promise you. That's six quarterbacks minimum that are readily available as opposed to a 12-team league, assuming you have two starters for okay, each team that's and, fine. and one he ge- backup.
2: He gets Bryce and probably Gibbs. I'm okay with that.
1: So is that going to sell it for you, getting back to the point?
2: Bryce, Gibbs, Gibbs, and Dak for Josh Allen. <laughs> I I would take a long time to consider it, but I think I probably do it.
1: I just need an upgrade on on Jared Goff. I'm not trying to pay the sell high price on Jared Goff's good lonesome good season.
2: Yeah, I feel like we get off of the off of the question topic. Yes, I,
1: I, oh,
0: Goff I, is I, not I, enough. Yeah, so so promiscuous, Reverend. I think uh, what it boils down to is the guy you're trading with. His second quarterback. If it's a, uh, you know, we we prefer they they throw that quarterback in over golf. Assuming they have a better one, uh, is is what we're saying essentially. Okay, pasta party twenty seven. It's a superflex tight end premium. It'll matter. Superflex tight end premium. Side A: Danny Dimes, Rashad White, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Side B: Kyle Pitts. Dimes, Rashad White, Donovan Peoples-Jones, or Kyle Pitts in a Superflex tight end premium? I, I, yeah, while you guys think about it, I think you guys are, look deep in thought. Give me Pitts. Um, I'm looking at this list of players. He's far and away the most talented. Wayne, your eyebrows are furrowed over there. I'm taking the generational talent, and I'm praying Arthur Smith learns how to use them.
1: I think I'm with you. I really do. It, it's tough. Danny Dimes just had a, a great year. He's not the greatest quarterback in America, but he gets it done with his legs. He really does. That's that's what adds the value to him. The other guys, man, I, I can't say enough bad things about Rashad White. Can't say enough bad things about him. Like I, I just absolutely hate the guy as a player. Not as a person, as a player. I just... Don't hate him as a player, not as a person. He's probably a great guy, but I don't, I don't want him for fantasy anywhere. Not anywhere. That offense is going to be doo-doo butter for I don't know how long. Um, yeah, get, give me the gamble on Pitts, man. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it, but I would like to.
0: Blaine?
2: I will always follow the Cardinal rule. To take a quarterback over everything. I don't care if there's a premium because at best it's a point five. Kyle Pitt's coming off a garbage year. I, just, I don't know. Give me uh, Peoples-Jones has an opportunity to be pretty good. Daniel Jones is a rushing quarterback. Give me him. Of course, you know, if you don't have a tight end and you have a stable of quarterbacks, then sure, send them but in a vacuum uh, give me the quarterback that that rushes over the tight end
1: so so what if daniel jones goes somewhere and the giants don't re-sign him you still take it
2: yeah cuz he's obviously going to go somewhere that,
1: that if he goes to baltimore
2: starts him baltimore, baltimore would baltimore would be absolute worst case scenario
1: I don't think he's going to be very good there at all. I think, like, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens.
2: He didn't really have outside of Saquon. He didn't really have a lot of weapons this year.
1: I don't think he's had a lot of weapons his entire career because guys have just gotten hurt and Kenny Galladay refuses to play football.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's he's found he's kind fantasy of success this year with a running back.
0: Yeah, he's kind of underrated, but he's in terms of talent, Wayne. Kyle Pitts far and away more talented. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. And more upside.
2: He's he's super young, and he's this year he had last year it shouldn't ever be repeated, and I don't necessarily think it's going to be. But at the same time, like he, you, you got to think about it. Like he's coming off a garbage year. It it, it sure. has to pl- it has to play a role whether you think it's going to happen again or not the trade value has to equal their what they've done. You know what I mean? At some point you have to stop valuing potential in fantasy trades. And I think Kyle Pitts is one of those guys because he had a pretty good rookie year and garbage last year and we're still trading off what he could be. And two years of him not reaching what he should be, uh, I'm I'm done overvaluing his his potential.
0: He had 1,000 yards receiving his rookie year, first tight end ever
1: to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, when's when's the last time a receiver came right in, or a tight end came right in the league and popped off, like, ever?
2: What tight end, what did he finish as that year, though?
0: He was top six, I I think. I think he was six.
2: Generational talent, the best tight end ever. I, we're six. talking. It was six. He didn't talking. get any
0: touchdowns.
2: I, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, either way, like win. you're trading for a tight end six year. What did he finish last year? Outside the twelve, huh? Thirty-three.
1: Thirty-three.
2: He's he's giving you a six and a thirty-three, and he is he's a missed, quote. He missed a lot of games. He was bad. He's a, he he's a quote bad. generational a talent. The best uh, the best we've seen in a long time, and he's giving you a six and a thirty-three. I'm done. If he's a generational generational talent, he should be in that two three section. Kelsey's gonna go. Kelsey's gonna go down as probably the best tight end ever. So I'm not even. Obviously, I'm not expecting a one out of him, but he needs to be in the two three range every year if he's a generational talent, the best to come out of college and forever.
1: Travis Kelsey wasn't. Yeah, Mark. You're Andrews asking. You're, you're you're asking a lot. Like tight ends don't come in and kill it dude they they take time to develop Travis Kelsey wasn't he didn't I mean he got a number one in his fourth season but I mean Kyle like for the chance to be there he has Travis Kelsey-esque upside Daniel Jones on the other hand had two games over 300 yards passing the man regularly uh, passes for mid 100s he might break 200 a few times like I don't know I don't know.
2: The, the the fact of the matter is though, Travis Kelsey did not take uh, his fourth year, he did it. But his first year, if you want to count that as his fourth year, his first year, he played one game. And his second year he was a he was a tight end one. And his third year he was a better tight end one. And then boom, he's been pretty much one ever since with a couple twos thrown in. His first year, if you his first year he didn't play. And his second year when he did play, he was a tight end one. And his third year when he played, he was a better tight end one. And then he was the tight end one. So he's already at this point done better than Kyle Pitts has done.
1: Okay, so I'll put a doink on it that says Kyle Pitts is a tight end one this year. I think he's, oh my God, dude.
2: I think he's a, I think he's a tight end one. It's easy. We've all covered that it's extremely easy to be a tight end one in this league right now. That's why I'm saying if we're going to trade him like he's a generational talent, he needs to be the two or three.
0: Has to I don't be. Think, I don't think Danny Dimes, DPJ, and Rashad White, though, is generational talent value. I, those guys, to me, are flex players.
2: Yeah, I agree. You I mean? I agree. That's if you are still trading off of him being a generational talent. He hasn't. Sh- Eventually, you have to stop valuing potential. You have to start valuing output.
1: I agree, but he's just in his third year, man. My, yeah, dude, he missed seven games this year.
0: I agree with you. Wayne. Seven You're games right. due to injury. He's young, dude. He he's twenty three
1: years old. It's not time to to get there with him yet. I don't think. Seven seven games. Seven games missed due to injury and t- terrible terrible quarterback play since he's been in the league. You know who oh, Travis Kelsey that. had? You know who Travis Kelsey had when he came into the league? Alex. Alex Smith, who hates wide receivers, was the only team in like NFL history to go a whole season without throwing a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. Only Kyle only Pitts. team ever.
2: Kyle Pitts missed seven games when he played tied in 15, tied in 24, tied in 24, tied in three, tight end 33, tied Bro, in 13, tied in 42, tied in six, he tied in 29, Mariota, tied in 35.
1: Marcus Mariota. That ain't generational.
2: That's not generational. I don't care how I don't care how bad of quarterback you are. A tight end is a safety valve. A tight end. Is a, is a, oh crap, I suck at quarterback. I need to get the ball out to the most sure hands and the biggest body that's going to be in the second level. We are not talking about a burner. We're not talking about a Tyreek, uh, Tyreek Hill type player that if quarterback is so bad, he can't hit him in stride 40 yards downfield. We're talking about a tight end, a perennial safety valve for quarterbacks. So poor quarterback play, it's not an excuse. If I have a bad quarterback on a team, give me that tight end.
1: Okay, give me that tight end. So, so what about the fact that in the ten games that he played, at least half of them, he only saw five targets or less. Get open. It's not get open, dude. You have Marcus Mariota throwing you the ball. Get open. Marcus Mariota throwing the ball, man. what
0: uh, Wayne, could I? What if I gave you a doink for Kyle Pitts being top eight this year?
1: Would
2: you take that? Uh, Lord, he should be top. Uh, he should be top five.
1: Doink for top five? Can I get one?
2: There's not a. There's not he.
1: He should
2: be top five. We the, the Doinks in uh, ranking on a tight end is pointless because there's like five saying, tight ends in the league that are fantasy saying, relevant.
1: You're not going to get anything out of People's Jones or Rashad White. Kyle Pitts has the upside to win you a week. Kyle Pitts has the upside to outscore all three of these guys in a week in a tight end premium league. Facts. That That's all I'm saying. I'm just going for the upside. I think it's a great upside play. If you still believe in Kyle Pitts, it's that's a good
0: price. I mean. It's a good
1: even if you don't love Kyle Pitts, it's a great price.
0: For my man Kyle
2: scored. Pitt. My man scored double digits twice last year. He ain't beating anybody.
1: It's good. That's why he's coming so cheap. So he's, he's Is that for, cheap in a super two scabs and a quarterback. Yes, that's super yeah, you're, cheap. Your value in the quarterback, you don't care about the other guys at all. Yeah, super cheap. We all know the other guys don't matter. Your value in Daniel Jones straight up versus as Kyle Pitts, essentially.
2: Well, I mean, if you look at just last year, Peoples-Jones scored more than Kyle Pitts did.
1: I mean, he probably in, should in have in the ga- game In the games
2: they played. If we if we eliminate the seven weeks that Kyle Pitts played and eliminated them from Peoples Jones and just, just extrapolated those two, then Peoples Jones mm-hmm. scored higher. Kyle Pitts didn't even well, even
1: is it well, Can we can we agree that his quarterback was extremely better? Yeah. The offense. Alone. Jacoby Brissett actually was was phenomenal. He was very good last year. Amari Cooper was like a top twelve receiver for almost the entire time that uh Jacoby Brissett was that quarterback. So, hmm. Kind of interesting.
2: Jacoby Brissett finished as a QB number 24.
1: Yeah, he also didn't play for, uh, you know, since week 11 or week 12. I, I think we saw Mariota.
2: Marcus Mariota was a QB 20.
1: He played all the games, my guy, except for maybe one. Except for
2: four. Except for four.
1: Okay, that's still still more games than uh, Jacoby Brissett, is it not? We we're seeing some lines drawn in the
0: sand. Uh, Uh, No, it's not. Jacoby Brissett
2: missed four games as well. They missed the same amount of games, and Mariota had a better finish.
0: Is this thing muted? Is this Mike muted? <laughs> I, we're,
2: we're, I, I'm, I'm responding to the off, same man. argument. Goni said that that People's Jones had an exponentially finished. better quarterback, yet Mariota finished as a better fantasy quarterback in the same amount of games.
0: Wait, I, I want to hear all your thoughts. Just, I was just, just let me finish my sentence. I'm just saying we there are lines drawn in the sand here. I have a Justin Fields line, Wayne. You may have a Kyle Pitts line. goni has got a Deshaun Watson line. The Kyle Pitts, it just doesn't seem like that's your guy. He's just not your guy, right? Is that fair to say? He's a hard fade for you.
2: Yeah, okay. but but still, I mean, it, when we do our fantasy rankings, I could put him at number five. That's st- that's still not very good for a tight end. Brody,
1: what do you mean? Jacoby Brissett missed six games, my guy. Like I said, not four. The same as Mariota. Had to fact check you on it, and turns out that was a lie. All right. He missed All right. six games. We're, he missed every game since Deshaun Watson came back. Uh,
2: he All got right. he got playing time in week fifteen and week seventeen. He got in the game.
1: Oh, oh, oh! So you mean like a, a fourth quarter, uh, one one rush for three yards and one rush for two yards? You're going to count that for real? Did he two percent snap share?
2: Did he miss that game?
1: He wasn't slated to play the quarterback. Did he position, miss the game? So, All right, boy. Essentially, yeah.
2: Did he miss the game?
1: Dude. You're not going to call one did snap. Did he miss the game, yes or no? Game. You're not going to call one snap, no.
2: Did he miss the game? Boys.
1: Yeah. Boys. Hey, boys. Then how did he log yeah. stats?
0: Hey, boys. Equivalent mark, twenty-eight oh 14-team PPR. He's got That's Zeke hard. in a late second for James Cook. What do you guys think about Zeke in a late second for James Cook?
1: Yeah. Send it. We're Absolutely. taking the James Cook side 100% here, right? Yeah, dude. Zeke isn't worth the pads that he suits up in, honestly. <laughs> he's not. And the Cowboys might cut him and, and prove that to be true. Like, it's, it's just not worth it. Wayne, do you agree that he's worst
2: The problem is I value James Cook equal to the pads Zeke puts on <laughs> before he plays.
0: Okay, so you're you're holding Zeke in the second?
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know that I really trust James Cook to be worth a second. Just don't, figure okay,
0: out. So, so,
2: so what, so, man? What you're, you're just, you're just arguing with me for fun at this point, man. What, what, dude?
1: What? Well, you make you make ridiculous arguments, anyways. But what I'm going to say is, uh, would you rather have James Cook on your team? who you know that you can play. You're probably not going to play him every week. You're going to play him against the good matchups. You're going to play him against the good matchups. Or are you going to have Zeke on your team who you're probably going to play every week and he's just going to beat you into the ground and cost you (laughs) victories week after week after week until unless he scores a touchdown or that's really the only way he's going to return fantasy values. If he scores a touchdown.
2: We we have Zeke on the team we co manage, right? We do. Did we start him every week?
1: Yes, yeah, we had to.
2: No, we did not. Do not make me go back. We did not start Zeke every week.
1: We started him for the vast majority.
2: Half. Fifty percent.
1: No, the vast majority. We
2: started them for fifty percent. The fact of the matter I'm make is, go, back. If you, go if back, you put, back,
1: it. if you put back if you put vast majority
2: if you put Zeke on your team at this point, he's a filling just like James Cook. If you're trying to go get Zeke as a as a sit and keep, your team sucks. I like, regardless of where he goes, I like Zeke as a matchup play better than I like James Cook as a matchup play.
0: As a guy who's watched Zeke run, dude, he's he's lost about four steps. James Cook, with the, they're saying Singletary's probably not going to resign in Buffalo. That's a scuttle, but I've read. If they don't go get a free agent, James Cook probably is the one in Buffalo. It's him and Naheem Hines. I'm going to take a stab at getting the RB1 in Buffalo here, Wayne. He's not built to be an RB1, but I'm going to take a stab at him getting some pretty heavy work over an absolutely washed Zeke. That's fine. I mean,
2: I'm not going to argue with you over, over tier four players. I just uh, – give me the Zeke fill-in over the James Cook fill-in, plus I also get a second-round pick.
1: It's it's just you're looking the only way he, he returns value for you when you play him any week, is if he scores a touchdown. He had five games last year where he didn't score a touchdown. He went on a fantastic run at the end of the season where he scored in seven straight games. But if you took the average of the five that he didn't score, you're looking at about six points a game.
2: That's terrible. What do you average overall, though? Uh,
1: I'm just saying, it's a new year. It's another year. You're not going to have a guy... Uh, I mean, with him, he scored 12 touchdowns last year. He's not going to get back there.
2: Agreed. That's why he's just a fill-in. He's not a sit-or-stay guy just like James Cook. I, we're literally arguing over Tier 4 players. Give me the Zeke fill-in over the James Cook fill-in and also the second-round pick.
0: But you don't think James Cook has a chance to be more than a fill-in guy to you? No. You don't think he has an RB2 upside if Singletary doesn't resign there?
2: if he doesn't if he doesn't resign he's got rb2 upside
0: but that's that's upside i mean I, i'm i you got to take the dice to me that's worth the dice roll i respect your conservatism here i i really do i, I think you're you're valid to me i'm gonna gamble a little more th- than you are here but i i, I respect the conservative approach because james cook could turn out to be nothing and you and you know you're gonna get a couple of good weeks out of zeke at least he'll just drive you mad trying to predict when that's going to happen. Dopamine addict. 12 team super flex PPR. We're going to let's hit these last few kind of quick here. We're running out of time. Give Deshaun. Get Aaron Rodgers and 223 first.
2: Give Deshaun?
0: Yep, and get Aaron Rodgers and 223 ones. Yes, absolutely. That's an an a one. quick one for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Okay, Fat Fitty, 12-team, 1-quarterback. Side A, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams. Side B, the 104, the 2.9, and a 24-1. He said he might be contending. He's not sure. He said he could be. That's his exact words. He could be contending. So let's just assume in a vacuum... I know this is hard Chubb and adams for the one oh four the two nine and a twenty four one is he getting good value for those players
2: we've we've kind of we've we've already touched on the Nick Chubb part uh, and I'll stay firm with that so um i'm Nick Chubb Devonte adams and I know that that goney's going against him because he's already <laughs> said that he's going to trade the first for Nick Chubb because he doesn't want to get caught holding the bag but but I'm still on the Nick Chubb Devonte
1: adams side he thinks he could be contending. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I'd probably. Oh, uh, that's a rough enough, one. Though.
0: I don't think that's enough.
1: I don't. I don't think it's enough either. Personally, I'd rather have the two first and a player than the second.
0: Give me the two first and a J.K. Dobbins. That might be a little rich, but that's kind that's of I, that's kind of where I'm at though. Yeah. Give me a two-first and a Damian Pierce. That'll get it done for me. That'll do. I'd consider that. Yeah. Okay. All right, last two. Mm, Maple Scissorp. 14-team superflex, Half PPR. Give Gabe Davis and Romeo Dobbs. Place for the Packers, gone. Receiver.
1: Get Traylon Burks. Not Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs would return so much more value. <laughs> Gabe Davis and Dobbs
0: for Traylon Burks. This is a good one. Mm. It's an easy so, one for
1: me. You're going Traylon Burks. Yeah, I am. 100%. I am. I'm going to
0: go for the more talented player.
1: Uh, I, I think say it, I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm going to keep say the it. Gabe Davis and, oh. and Dobbs side. And it's not even cause of Gabe Davis on this one. I think I would like Romeo Dobbs more. Cause he's a, he's the, posse, he's the possession receiver in this like wide receiver tandem that they have. Christian Watson's just a big play deep threat. He doesn't really, get a whole lot of targets he didn't get a whole lot of targets when he made those runs he just had like three catches for three touchdowns and you know stuff like that so Dobbs is is a possession possession guy he can get you he can PPR people to death Gabe Davis I'm sure he's gonna get another crack at it this year to try and secure that number two spot he may have already lost it but he still plays in a fantastic offense with one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I'd be on that side.
2: Goni, let me ask you something and and it's uh, I will not be th- this is I want an answer without fear of of doinks. I won't ask you to doink on whatever your answer is. What's your yep. what's your outlook on Traylon Burks this year?
1: Um I think Trylan Burks this year, his ceiling this year is wide receiver two, like back-end wide receiver two.
2: What's his floor if he doesn't get injured?
1: His floor... I mean, we have to see who the quarterback is. That's why I'm limiting his upside for sure. I feel like that might even be a little high. His floor is probably wide receiver three, really. It, it'd be hard for me to take another. I know we're not going to put a doink on it, but it would be hard for me to take another doink, putting him at wide receiver 40. And so, you know, wide receiver three would end at wide receiver 36. I, I think he's certainly capable uh, of of getting in that just from volume alone. He's got playmaking ability. He's a big dude so so yeah so
2: so I'm not too far off of where I consider him. I think his floor is is a sit and stay flex play, and I think his ceiling is i, I have a ceiling a little higher, I think his ceiling could be middle w r two um that being said i I like that value more than Romeo Dobbs and Gabe Davis it it'd be different if Gabe Davis just wasn't getting targets he just looked bad this year he just he wasn't getting open he was dropping a lot of balls he literally got jumped by Shakir and McKenzie this year so i i drop his value i think his ceiling is back end flex play and his floor is matchup or injury dependent and i have the same ceiling and floor for romeo dobbs so give me give me the guy that's got the safer floor on this one with a little bit higher ceiling than all these guys in my opinion and i know it's a 14 team and you can you can afford to play those types of players on a more consistent basis but i I would rather take the more consistent guy with with the safer floor and higher ceiling
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Wayne. I'm, to me, this is Burke's easy. I, I'm going to throw out draft capital here, right? I mean, Buffalo knows what we have in Gabe Davis. He is what he is. Right? He's a wide receiver, too. He's a home run hitter. He's a compliment to Diggs and nothing more. don't really know what Dobbs is, but we know he's a, he's a well, I think it was third or fourth. He may even later pick of, of Green Bay. He's a possession guy. He played while Christian Watson was hurt and kind of getting his feet wet and he got injured. Burks has upside, man. He's got talent. He just was injured, but he came on late, had a slow start to the season. I think he was in the doghouse, but 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 you saw the talent. Tannehill wasn't great, and he produced with bad quarterbacks. I love players who produce with bad quarterbacks. Period.
2: Yeah, yeah and like Gony was saying, is like we we're kind of sketchy on what to do with trailing Burks because of what's going on with Ryan Tannehill, but we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers.
0: No, it's true. All right, last two. Let's hit them quick. 10 team super flex, half PPR. Give Kadarius Tony, Desmond Ritter, get Damian Pierce, Hunter Renfro, and the 310. Kad- Kadarius Tony, Desmond Ritter, get Damian Pierce, Hunter Renfro, and a third.
2: No, I'm sticking with Tony and Desmond Ritter. He lost me at Hunter Renfro.
1: Yeah. And then you put uh, yeah, me in the
2: exactly. actual, uh, absolute abyss with the third round.
1: Yeah. I don't know if Desmond Ritter is going to be anything at all, but I like the upside that Tony presents. I'd rather have him. He He's he's the crown jewel, he's an I guess, of this, if you can call it that, for such low-tier players in a trade. But he's got the highest upside out of all of them, for sure, playing in the Kansas City offense. If Juju's out of there as well, then it looks good for him. It looks great for him next year.
0: Yep. I agree. Yeah, to, to me, this looks like a play to get Damian Pierce, personally. Uh, I think it must be a guy he's targeting in the trade. But, yeah, in a super flex, no way I'm, I'm getting rid of Ritter. I mean, what if if he's the guy in Atlanta, you, you know, we'll see. But I, I don't know if what he's... you guys say. Yeah, we'll see. All right, last one. China Rue, 12-team super flex PPR. Give Geno Smith receive Mike Williams in 24 second in a super flex super flex
2: nope, nope. stick him with keep, Gino
0: keep Gino
2: stick him with Gino I ain't writing back
0: man I you know I followed my guy Goni all the way down the Mike Williams rabbit hole I got to the end and it he he added a lot of gray hair to me this year Going, he's just so up and down man he kills you.
1: He is, and he's not a true number one. It's been established. He he's not a possession guy. <clears throat> he can't cut it as as being the number one receiver on his team, even though he plays in a phenomenal passing offense. Um, so yeah, I mean that's just what we saw out him. He's twenty eight. I know Gino's no spring chicken either, though. But it's a super flex. So give me a, he he's super flex worthy at worst, QB yeah. five at best. Yeah. He'll get a three-year deal. All
0: right, Wayne. That's it, buddy. All right.
2: This was a good one, gentlemen. Yes. Until next time, we are jumping into our wide receivers 13 through 24 on Friday. Uh, Might throw another Q&A at you in the middle of the week. I don't know. Stay on your toes. Mad Mob, we are Out. (laughs)